Bengals take on the Minnesota Vikings Sunday down in Cincy, the home opener. Hope to have Joe Burrow back. Played in the preseason. Let's talk to his dad. He's been on the show many times. Jimmy Burrow, the former coach at OU. Uh, Coach, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing good. Hey, before we get on to uh, your son, kind of late in the summer, Frank Solich stepped down. You coached with Frank. Your thoughts? I mean, he truly is a legend at OU. Well, he he had a, a big effect on on really my coaching career and and uh, my my uh, uh, life here in in Ohio. But you know, he had some health problems and he he felt it was time. And uh, we we all miss him, but it was great to, to see uh, uh, one of my, my one of my best friends in coaching, Tim Alvin, get the job. But uh, Coach Solich is uh, is uh, still around at times and you know he'll always uh, be, a, be a presence uh, here at Ohio University. Uh, co- uh, Coach uh, Jimmy Burrow with us. Joe going to play on Sunday. He played the last preseason game. There's some fans that think oh you know he's coming back from a major injury. Maybe he shouldn't play week one. Maybe he should take some weeks off. I would assume you know one he's a huge competitor and wants to get out there right away. But I'm assuming with the franchise quarterback let that if he wasn't 100% healthy he wouldn't be playing correct? That's correct. I mean every everybody that's uh had a hand in this whole uh, rehabilitation process, going uh, way back to uh, to Dr. Elatros there in California, and then the, uh, the guys with the Bengals. You know, everybody has, has cleared him, and uh, that actually happened uh, a long time ago. And I, uh, J- Joe knows uh, that uh, if he wasn't uh, ready to play, then then you know that would be something that he would bring up, and and I'm sure it's something like you said that the the um, uh, administration and coaches and trainers and doctors with the Bengals would would know that too. But he seems ready to go. Hey Jimmy, and you know this as an athlete and a coach. If and I, I, you know, I never played football, so I wouldn't know. But like, if you get into a car accident, the first time in the car, you feel weird, you know, and you have to get adjusted to it. It just feels strange for him coming back in practice, even though he hasn't, you know, outside of the preseason hasn't, you know, I'm sure they're not hitting him. Was it weird at all? Have you talked to him about getting back under the huddle and just trying to feel comfortable again? Well, I, I know early on, uh, as you said, it's it's probably normal and natural for anybody coming off an injury. But, uh, you know, he, he felt a rush somewhat um, and, and maybe – uh, times that 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 he hadn't in the past, but but again, it was just kind of a filling out process to to see where he was, and and once he was able to to really feel comfortable and and know that his his knee was uh, ready to to practice and and do the things he needed to do as a quarterback, then he pushed through that. So, uh, you know, maybe during warmups uh, this this Sunday there'll be some some nervousness by for, for Joe about all that, but. When the game starts, there's way too much going on in a quarterback's mind to, to worry about that. I'm sure that'll be Joe's case uh, come Sunday. Now, you had other kids who played, but is your wife one of those where if you're watching a game and one of your boys or Joe takes a hit, she gets up with a... Because my wife does that. My son plays, and if my son gets hit and stands up, the worry starts. Is your wife like that? Well, I think all mothers are. Uh, Joe is... is uh, made some comments that his mom's kind of used to to him getting getting hit pretty hard. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, just as a as a parent, you're you're uh, concerned. But you know, we we really never thought about uh, 
and, and worried about him getting getting hurt. I mean, he's been playing football, really, tackle football since the third grade. So uh, there's been injuries, but, uh, you know, certainly that one uh, uh, was was uh, something that we, we hated to see. And we, we've always pretty much been to the games that he's gotten injured. And, you know, that was even uh, tougher on, on us because, uh, you know, we were here and he was in, in uh, Washington. But uh, I think I think that – a uh, feeling as a parent never goes away when when your son's doing something like uh, playing football. Yeah. Hey, what did Joe play when he was a younger kid? Because a lot of times, you know, some leagues make kids play every position. Uh, what was Joe's primary focus when he was a young kid? Was he a two-way player? What did he play? Yeah, he played safety uh, from uh, in third grade. You know, they, they played uh, both ways. Uh, but he, he never played anything uh, – uh, on offense, uh, other than quarterback, uh, Sam Smathers was the uh, third uh, grade football coach, and uh, really first day of practice, he he needed a quarterback, and and uh, he said, uh, Joe, you're the you're the quarterback, and I I don't know what made him do that. I mean, he's always said, well, he knew he was a football coach's uh, son, so he would he would have a good understanding of that, but. Uh, Joe, he loved playing defense, and then he, he actually played uh, some defense in the in the playoffs his, his senior year, and and in the the final a few drives of the uh, state championship game against Toledo Central Catholic, he was playing corner, and I think that's where uh, Joe's always uh, got the fact that he likes to play physical as a quarterback is that he loved to play defense. Jimmy Burrow is with us, the coach, his son Joe, Sunday as the uh, Bengals host the Minnesota Vikings. You know, being a captain in sports, showing your voice is so huge, especially in a sport where you don't, in a lot of sports, you have timeouts or a whistle blown where you get to regroup. In football, yeah, the whistle blows, but you got to do that play in in a matter of seconds. You got to get everyone together. I mean, it's really into leadership, not only on the field, but off the field. Your son was named a captain. How, how cool is that for him? Well, we're really proud of him. Certainly, uh, you know, he was the captain last year as a as a rookie, which uh, uh, you know that's that's kind of crazy. But uh, Joe takes a lot of pride in that. Uh, he knows it's an important role to to be a leader on that football team and to be a captain, and uh, certainly takes it seriously and and appreciates the uh, the fact that his his teammates believe in him. I mean, he's he's always been a a, a team team player first, and and I think that. That goes a long way because your your teammates understand that, and and yet they know, hey, you're you're the the leader of the team, and uh, you're the captain. So uh, sounds like uh, to me, well, I I know that they have a lot of good captains uh, there at Cincinnati, and a lot of good people on that football team, and uh, I've heard that from Joe. You know, by the way, you told us before the draft that Joe really wasn't pushing Cincinnati to draft Jamar Chase, and I and I believe you. I don't think Joe's the type of guy to make make demands, uh, you know, in a gimme this. But you have to be happy every year, quarter, and you've seen it in the league, Coach, with a guy like Sam Darnold and the Jets gets no help, and look what happens. A guy like Baker Mayfield gets tons of help, and now look what what they're doing. You got to be, or, or Joe's got to be pretty happy. Jamar Chase, Higgins, Boy. Lloyd, Joe Mixon. I mean, he's got a hell of a lot of weapons to work with. Yeah, I mean, the the good thing about Jamar is that you know their relationship uh, at LSU was was even more uh, than than just a uh, a football uh, player because uh, he knew that its character was good. He, he knew he was very smart. Uh, 
again, he knew Jamar was a team player, and and uh, uh, you know you add all that up to, to his just his physical capability as a wide receiver. And uh, Joe was happy with with the pick, and and uh, you know he he told me at, uh, about T Higgins coming back and bigger, stronger, and faster than last year, and and Tyler Boyd is just. Mr. Reliable and doesn't get the credit uh, that that I think he he deserves. And uh, Joe Joe Mixon back healthy. I mean that's uh, you know that's a that's a full complement of, of explosive players for for Joe and the Bengals. Are you going to the game on Sunday? Oh yeah, I'll be at all of them. Seventeen plus the playoffs. All right, so I, I like that. I like so I'm a I'm a Vikings fan and I've been there before. It can be a little rough on opposing fans. Let's say me and you get together for I'll buy you a soda pop. We'll have a beer before the game. <laughs> You're a Vikings fan? No yeah. I, I grew up in St. <laughs> no Paul. Way. Yeah, I grew up in St. Paul. <laughs> no, we're uh, uh I've had players that uh over the years, you know, play play with the Vikings and uh, uh when, certainly when I was in the coaching at Iowa State and uh uh, there in Ames, Iowa. I mean, Minnesota, Minneapolis wasn't very far away, so we we uh, followed the Vikings quite a bit. You tailgate before games, or you and the wife just go to a game? Well, at LSU, you, you know that was just part of the the uh, rite of passage to to, <laughs> to tailgate. If you didn't, you know you you weren't a true uh, LSU fan. So we got into that last year. You know, the, there was limitations with <laughs> with. Uh, COVID and, and not many people in the stands. So we're kind of searching our, our way through this and uh, still making plans for uh, for Sunday, but we'll see. Coach, me and you will find some Kentucky moonshine. <laughs> well, I, I don't want to go that far before the game. i got to be able to sit there in the hot sun. Right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, before we let you go, talk about the wonderful things that you and Joe have done for the Athens Food, Athens, uh, food Bank and how people can help. You guys have done a remarkable thing down there. Well, it all started with the, the Heisman speech. There was uh, 31 seconds that, that Joe uh, uh, talked about the Southeast Ohio, Athens, uh uh, in particular, and and uh, you know the the fact that some some uh, people are are not uh, doesn't have as much as other people, and and so uh, uh, it started there, and and now uh, the Joe Burrow Hunger Relief Fund uh, has partnered with the uh, foundation that, uh, of of Appalachia and the and the food pantry here, so you can uh, you can find that just search Joe Burrow uh, Hunger Relief Fund and. Uh, you know, it's over a million dollars now, and it just continues, and and uh, so it, it's a it's a great thing. You know, people uh, really care about the the things that go on in in the, this part of Ohio, and and Joe brought it to light, and uh, Joe continues to to support that as as uh, his mom and I do too. So uh, anything people can do to to continue to to add to that uh, million dollars or so that's in there now is would be great. Hey, and kudos to you as well, because behind the scenes, we have a charity, Red, White, and Q Fund, to help veterans and the homeless in the city. And we called you off the air to get an autographed uh, Joe jersey for our uh, Radiothon coming up in November. You hooked us up with the right people and want to thank you publicly, because that was something off the air that you didn't have to do that you're helping us out with. So wanted to give you kudos and thanks for that, because someone in Columbus is going to bid on that and make a lot of money for charity because Joe's jerseys will go for a lot. Well, I was I was born on a, an Air Force base in uh, uh, Langley Field, Hampton, Virginia. My dad uh, 
uh, was in the, the National Guard for many, many years. And, and so uh, anything we can do to help something like that is mm-hmm. is great. And, and Joe, uh, you know, he understands that uh, a jersey signed by him or a helmet or something like that uh, can go a long way in providing uh, money for, for a lot of different causes, and that we'll always continue to support things like that. Well, Jimmy, I'm going to wish you good luck on Sunday because my wife's from <laughs> Cincinnati. So, right? Happy wife, happy life. Well, that's, that's right. And uh, I, I'm sure uh, you, you'll have a friendly friendly bet, and, and I'm, I'm pulling for your wife to win that bet. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks, Jimmy. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Have a good day.